0: Welcome to the Real Talk, Real Walk podcast with Sean and Rashawn. It's where the counselor talking in the office meets the influencer walking it out on the streets. It is the place where Generation X meets Generation Y, and we bridge the gap between the wisdom of the past and the need to practically walk it out in the present. We do this by helping you uncover the limiting beliefs that have kept you stuck, and then helping you discover what better looks like for you and equipping you with the tools to create it. To break the chains that bind you and live the life that inspires you, because Real Talk, Real Walk with Sean and Rashawn starts now.
1: Hello, Rashawn. How are you doing today, my brother? What's up, man? How's it going, Sean? You ready? Man, I'm I am so ready. I am so ready. You know, I had this staph infection in my hand. Wow, that was recently, it too. It was really recently. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice, as in the, like, no, not good. <laughs> as in the Lord's bringing me back. So I had to get on these really strong antibiotics. And, you know, when people ask me, how did you get this staff infection? It was the weirdest thing. I was going to a conference out of town. And in about the course of three hours from Oklahoma City to Dallas, my hands swelled up. And it was a cut that I got seven days earlier. It just was in my system and it just manifested within 3 hours. Wow. And I think in life a lot of times we have situations that happen way back in relationships and then they start to stew, they fester, and then they just explode. And I had hey. my hand was swollen, I started to lose functionality. I was at the doctor's at midnight that night. And you know another thing was it was a little bit embarrassing of how did I get it? Do you know how I got the cut of my hand? I don't know exactly how you got it. Let us know. Well, I was playing ping pong with a friend, and I went to get the ball, and I hit the corner of the table, and it rubbed part of my, rubbed part of my uh, skin right off there. Wow. Just, just a normal, everyday See? cut. Not a big deal.
0: Cuts aren't ever good, man. I'm telling you.
1: Even the smallest ones, the smallest scratch could be of the devil. So this relates to what we're going to talk about today in our time because so oftentimes in relationships, especially marriage, we allow these cuts, these wounds that we experience to go unchecked. We don't clean them out. We don't make sure they are taken care of effectively. And especially when we get multiple injuries over time and we start to get infected in our relationship. Wow. That's good. And so today we're going to talk about what is it, the best technique for resolving couples conflict. It's one technique to rule them all. Now this technique is great and we're going to go through probably two to three part series because I really want you guys to get the veracity, the strength, the power because if you learn to communicate with your spouse, loved ones this way, teach your kids to communicate this way. It truly will revolutionize Mm. the way that you see, the way that you feel, the way that you hear, and the way that you live. Amen. That's good. Amen. I'm looking forward to getting into this. So if you have a notes, notebook, pen, or text on your iPhone, iPhone notes, or Android notes, then get it out because you're going to not want to miss any of this information. And if you do, you can go back and listen to it, and I bet you're thinking, man, I've got some friends who really need marriage counseling, but they can't drive or fly all the way to Oklahoma City to be part of the New Vision Counseling Team, so send this podcast to them, because we really want people to be blessed and their lives to be transformed through this process.
0: Amen. Amen. Amen again. Y'all ready?
1: I'm ready. So think about this. What usually happens when you get into an argument with your spouse? You start to communicate. The first person talks about what happened, and they get to share their story. And then the second person, when they get to go, they get revenge. (laughs) So the first person who communicates shares the story, and the second person takes revenge. Why is this? Well, it's because we have these stories that we have in our mind. And we typically approach communication when we're really upset, hurt, Wounded, cut, with just a need. Hey, I just need to get it all out. I just need to get it all out. And so I'm going to share my thoughts, my feelings, what, I, what happened, what I see happen, what I believe about what happened, the story I told myself without any filters because my goal is to just let you know mm. what you did to me, how you hurt me, how you affected my life. And that's why the second person, depending on how long you go, depending on how hot the topic that you're talking about is, will take revenge on you and they'll get you back for what you just did because you just cut them and created another wound without the hope or the thought of reconciliation.
0: Wow. that's Man, and I can remember being there.
1: Just this morning. No, I'm just kidding. Ah, dang. Hope not. <laughs> Hope not because Denise wasn't even awake when yeah, you left, she right? she wasn't even awake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I just want you guys to think about in your own life. Think about the last time you had an argument with a loved one, a partner, a spouse, even a child. And think about the story that you told yourself. Because the longer that these cuts, these mm, wounds are fester. allowed to fester, Sick. the more danger you're in for them getting infected sick and then they intoxicate your relationship with poison wow so i had staph infection now i've never had staph infection to my knowledge and i've never been on an antibiotic that made me really really sick like brother we haven't seen each other in two weeks because you know events and you having all these family reunion and i got so sick i felt like i had the flu it was so, really? so weird that I was actually putting a medicine in my body that made me sick, and I knew it in my mind I, I was like, Wow, this is so strong. I looked it up, I had headaches, I had like couldn 't wow. sleep well, woke up feeling sick and fluey, and it was just terrible. man, but The medicine hurt for a while, but it had a result of killing and annihilating the level of staff that I had. And I also had to supplement with probiotics, with eating really clean. Now, if I was to do it all the way, I would have fasted from food totally. Yeah. And allowed my body to purge and done some cleansings. But I was just not feeling it, brother. It was hard, hard. That's insane
0: how it all started from some little scratch, you know. You get these incredible symptoms from a medicine, but, you know, it's just crazy how
1: it all started from a little scratch, you know, all that and you want to think about your relationships yeah. when you start out in marriage or even dating somebody or with, even with your kids because there's a lot of ways that you can use these, this technique we're going to go over. It does, we don't ever start these situations or relationships mm-hmm. with the thought that we're going to be angry at the person, that we're going to be contemptuous, that we may even move to a position because we've been wounded and have so many cuts that we hate the other person and if that's you today or if you have a friend share the podcast but really listen in because god is the god of reconciliation Mm, and he wants the best for you for the people you love even for the people that you hate he wants to bring about change if it's at all possible true and just to reassure someone out there right now uh
0: god it, he keeps no records of wrong although we you know mess up and we fall i know a lot of times i feel guilty when i do hurt someone sure. maybe a spouse maybe a friend or a neighbor but i have to be reminded that when i come to god tell Him i fail, i messed up you know he's just and faithful as i confess to forgive me of those sins and tra- transgressions so hey amen yeah he is faithful so stay encouraged.
1: <laughs> Amen. Preach. That's it. Rashawn like to preach. I Man. think both
0: of us like to preach. Over Man. Teaching. Yeah. Encourage them into the word. Yeah, bro. Motivate. That's motivate. It. That's motivate it. Motivate and go. Yeah, that's it, brother.
1: So think about this story. Think about a really specific fight. Like go back right now and get a template of the last fight or one of the last fights that's recent on your mind that you're mm. struggling with because if you have an exact fight – and you'll be able to walk through this process specifically related to your life. Damn. So think about a fight. Think about a fight. Think about a time when maybe you, you didn't resolve it all the way. And it could be from a year ago. It could be from this morning. It could be from last night. It could be any time. And I really want you to dive in and allow the Holy Spirit to bring about the change, the power of Christ, and reconcile as far as it depends on you. Yep. You got it. Uh, Stevie Wonder over here Stevie singing it. Wonder, I wish <laughs> my, my voice was cracking. <laughs> me too, man. I got caramel you. I got latte. To it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, think about the story that you're telling yourself about your spouse, is the one that you're reacting to. It may or may not be the actual facts of the event. Yeah. So first, let's acknowledge. That we all tell ourselves stories about the environments and the circumstances and the people in those environments. Yeah. When you do something, when somebody does something to you, it's a story that you told yourself. You know, when I first got married, Tanda would literally walk away when I would confront her family. She would turn around and walk away. Like, I remember, I love her dad and her mom. But early on, we had so much conflict because they dealt with issues By walking away, by pretending they're not there. And then people would talk behind each other's backs. And that's just not the way that I live or roll. And early in marriage, as a young fella, about your age, I made a lot of mistakes. I would directly confront people and call them out in less than tactful ways. Gotcha. And they would react. Oh, you know, and Tanda would walk away. And the story that I told myself is that she's not supporting me, that she's choosing her family over me, and i had this whole narrative that i would react to later and then i would fight her argue with her parents then i'd argue with her. And the reality was is she was conflict averse, meaning that she did not like, she hated, could not stand really never learned how to deal and cope with conflict in mm. ways that were constructive because her parents really she never saw them fight and they divorced. And that's the way she learned how to deal with conflict is behind people's backs, never really addressing it directly in a way that you can resolve it. And so that was not really about me as much as it was about the narrative Mm. that she was taught and just living out of.
0: Wow. So I
1: can look back now, you know, almost two decades later and see, oh, yeah, you know, younger Sean was just naive and just thinking it was all about me. And the story that I had created in my mind, not really related to the story that had happened with her.
0: Gotcha. Isn't that good? That's interesting. That's really good. Don't we all struggle with that? Like, I know there's tons of times where I'm at home and, you know, it may be a completely different scenario, but I make it out to be something, you know, much bigger or even, you know, much less smaller. Like, hey, you know, say if my wife comes in (laughs) into the room and I'm hanging out, you know, with Aiden, you know, but she asked me a little bit ago to go do some wash the dishes, take out the trash or, and then, I'll make it out to be like, oh, it's not such a big deal. But if it, she asks you two or three times, right, while she's getting the kitchen done for the group that's coming, up, like it's yeah. a totally different scenario. But we play these different stories in our mind,
1: and that's a story that we that we react, to.
0: yeah, we
1: react to our own story, not necessarily the facts of what's happening. And that's why we're gonna we're gonna go through this process, probably gonna take us three, probably at least three times. The sure. more I think about it. So this first one we're going to go over is the setup. Before we even jump into the techniques, we want to do a setup so that we are prepared to do this exceptionally well. We yeah. need to get ourselves in the right mental, emotional, and spiritual state.
0: That's good. Let's do it.
1: Have you ever been in an angry state? When you, They say that when you're angry, that you see the world through the lens of red. We're wearing a red shirt today, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a nice
0: cherry red shirt. And uh, Sean's wearing guess what color? Da, 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 blue.
1: New vision blue. Woo, woo. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So think about you getting to a better state so that what you see, what you hear, how you process will be different when you're in a state of receptivity, a state of hope, a state of love, and a state of change. So this yeah. is how to do that. So first... You want to go and you want to ask your spouse, your partner, or even your child, if they're older, if they're not, you just determine if the time is good. Hey, Rashawn, is now a good time? We'll just role play this. Uh, yeah, we
0: can say tonight, right now, not tonight, right now is a good time. So now is a good
1: time. And then I want you to think of also how long you want to talk for 15 to 30 minutes. Fifteen. Fifteen minutes. And then after you've done that, you want to remember and you want to have a memory that you can access, that, that a memory that you can access that triggers love in your mind. That triggers love in your mind. So what's a memory that you have that triggers love in your mind?
0: A, in your mind. M- a memory. With you and
1: Denise that triggers love in your mind.
0: I would say the moments where we
1: have no more momentum towards... All right, pause. So, kay. you're doing a great job because this is what 95% of the people are going to do. So, you just did what 95 maybe 99% of everybody will do. Okay, So, there will be about one to five people in a hundred that will react differently than what you just did. So, I said specific. So, a specific memory would be like this... I remember when my, let's say I'm talking to my wife, when she set me up for my kids on Father's Day to sing me a song. My daughter wrote me a song and sang it. That is a memory of love that I will cherish for a lifetime. And so if I'm really angry at my wife, which I know is a shocker because she's so amazing. But if I'm angry at her, then I have this, this exact memory. That it could be the keyword could be song that before I engage in this conflict resolution, I think of song and I think of that memory and I think of how I felt. I think of the time that she took to sit down with my kids and equip them to be successful in writing a song, singing a song. My son did this little rap. For me on Father's Day Dang. That brings me to a better state That's one thing that you do Now that you're starting to get feel different Because you're, you're contradicting Whatever the story you're telling yourself With the reality of you committed to this person To be in love You committed to this person to spend a lifetime Or if you're dating to be faithful You've committed to your kids And whichever person you're talking to The commitment was good And the commitment was hopeful when you made it And so now you're starting to connect back to that mm, The second thing that you do As you look them in the eye, and we'll do this, I'll say to you, say back to me, you are not my enemy. You are not my enemy. Now, do you know why we do that?
0: Just so you know who's the enemy and that you are, each other are, yeah, lovers,
1: not enemies. That's exactly right. So you have just pressed the reset button on your relationship. Mm. Because have you ever been in a fight with Denise where you felt like she was your enemy, that she was coming after you? It, it, if if I
0: get those thoughts subtle thoughts in my mind like why this why that but yeah i I have to go back to what scripture says every single time to remind myself that she's not the enemy, but we do serve yeah. Uh, a live and
1: active god and you know the sprout, the the battle was unseen you know that's right so yeah. the devil can get the two people that are on god's side and on each other's side to see each other as enemies then he wins it's yeah. so like the avengers one of the avengers the guy the evil insidious guy he didn't he didn't take them out he got them to start destroying each other and that's where avengers civil war came in is that good guys started fighting against each other and they Mm. took different sides and if the devil can do this to us yeah then he starts to win so my wife fights dirty sometimes When she gets really riled up and she's living out of these stories she just fights dirty because that's how she learned to fight not directly not conflict resolution but that's just her native thing yeah well mine is to be a general and it just command, and it just this is the way we're going to do it. This is the path that works. This is the solution. Boom. Now execute. So we both have our ways. Gotcha. But when I say you are not my enemy, then I can take my my hands metaphorically, spiritually down. I can put my armor down more, because when I am against an enemy, I am armored up. I'm armored up. I'm breathing different. I'm tense. I'm ready that if you swing at me, I'm going to bob, and I'm going to swing back. Now, not physically. If you're doing that physically, you need to get to a safety plan. There's a whole nother conversation. But I mean spiritually, emotionally, with the words that you use, even if they're not profanity— it's the state that you're in that will be available for change. And when you put your arms down, you realize you are not my enemy. Yeah. Then I can recalibrate to you, okay? Then who are you? I start to create a space for reconciliation. True. So the trigger memory of love, like for me, would be song, thinking about my daughter and my, my daughter singing, my son rapping. Yeah. My wife, my wife is that. She made that happen. And then you are not my enemy. That's, that's the setup. Yeah. You've already asked that's the good. time. You know, how long can we talk? Is now a good time? Now, if you say it's not a good time, say it's not a good time. It's not a good time. Well, then I ask you, when would be a time within the next 24 hours that we could talk? 30 minutes. Okay. So that's great because you did it in a way that maybe you ha- you're you in the middle of something. Maybe that you just are not in an emotional state. You need to go for a walk, go exercise, or do something and then come back. Mostly try to say yes if you can. But if not, Rashawn did something great. He realized that he needed 30 minutes to get to a better space, and then he'll come back. And so that was fantastic. He modeled it perfectly. That's awesome. Slow to speak. That's right. Slow to become angry. Quick to listen. Slow to speak. Slow to become angry. Because man's anger does not produce the righteousness of God. That's it. Well, guys, we are going to stop this one because we want to conclude very well with the setup. And then we're going to do the next podcast. Part two is going to be on some of the techniques to roll through it. Let's do it. Well, guys, I hope this was helpful in the beginning to give you another understanding of how to communicate, of realizing, one, that you have a story that you tell yourself. And you're not reacting and getting angry Mm. at the person necessarily as much as you're reacting and getting angry at the story that you're telling yourself about them, about why they're doing what they're doing, about the story that they're angry or they're hurt or they're trying to get you or they're not supporting you and really... Most likely for most people, it's about what they have in their story of the narrative they're living out of. Yeah.
0: So what I would say, the caveat to that, which I think this is a great angle uh, Sean took as far as we're all writing a story. Uh, Let your narrative be love, be written by God and uh, let go of the pen. Amen. Let go of the pen. Amen. Preach it. Preach it. Yeah, because he's working. He's searching. He's doing the things that we can't do behind the scenes. Come on, Bishop Jake. All right. You're All right, ready, love you you guys. ready. You're ready. <laughs> well, guys, guys thank you. <laughs> than the counselor, <laughs> that's right.
1: Real talk, real walk podcast. Well, guys, if you found value in this, please go to iTunes, rate us, review us. It really helps to get the word out, so people know that this is not just a podcast where we talk about meaningless. Situations, or we just go on and on. But it's a podcast where we've been deliberately considering and praying about how we can add the most value that no matter where you're at in the world, that God can transform your lives. And we're taking the truths that transform from the counseling and from the influencer world, and we're bringing them through the vehicle of this podcast to change your, your family, and your generations of lives. That's it. Ah, come on. That's really So how can they get in touch with us if they want counseling or if they want to know more about New Vision? Counseling uh, For New Vision Counseling, you'll go to live
0: Not org. I mean, there is an org. we go to live. Not <laughs> live. L-I-V-E. You know, I actually got it right this time. There's been 10 episodes where I say org. <laughs> but it's all good. Dot live. True. And if you want to get a hold of me, you'll just reach out at uh, 678-667-6582. Again, 678-667-6582 for a prayer line. Line and praise line.
1: Amen. That's amazing, guys. God bless you so much. And until we see you again. Blessings, blessings. God bless, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.